0: John chapter 8, verse 12, verse 12. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk, walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Genesis 1-1 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was, out, with, was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day. And the darkness He called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Number 624. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. Lift up his countenance to you and give you peace. And then to John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe he was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. Father, we just thank you for your word this morning. I thank you that you are the light of the world. Lord, your light shines bright for all men. Let us be, just as John the Baptist was, a someone to bear witness Of that light. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. We live in two realms light and darkness. The nature of light, when you see light, you don't need to ask anyone, is that light? Is that light? I never had to teach my kids uh, the difference between light and dark, it's sort of obvious. Uh, They learn pretty quick. How many of you, don't raise your hands, but how many of you or your children need a night light? Uh, The older I get, the more light I need to get up in the middle of the night to go and take care of, you know, what? Um, You ever stubbed your toe in the middle of the night? Some of these homes now have like these lights underneath the uh, dressers and all that, so you can, (laughs) I think, for your toes to see, but... My toe finds the piece of furniture that sticks out just the wrong way. And uh, it's it's quite painful if we don't have light. And for those walking in darkness in our world today, their life is painful. Jesus, as the light of the world, is bright and obvious. Hebrews 1-3 says that Jesus is the brightness of God's glory. 2 Corinthians 4-6 says, For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who was shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now the story here about Jesus being the light, we see in the very next chapter a blind man. A blind man. I feel like... uh, That is the perfect example. If you know someone that is blind and how they have to be led around. And uh, we had a young lady in our church in Daytona who was, uh, she attended our church while she was at a uh, school for blind people. That school in Daytona helps them uh, figure out how to move around and how to operate and how to adjust to life. Many of them are older. Uh, and they've, they've gone blind, so they go to the school. And this, lady, this young lady was in her 20s, and she had a disease that took her sight just gradually and gradually. And she learned how to walk with a cane, how to go around town, ride the buses, figure all those things out. They teach them how to read Braille. Very, very uh, difficult. I don't know what that would be like. If you've ever gone through uh, an experience where you weren't able to see, it's difficult when you have that sense, and then it's taken away from you. But let's look at John chapter 9. It says, Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. See how he's comparing this gentleman's blindness with his own work, bringing light to a dark world. Now, if you know the story here in John chapter 9, he, he makes clay, he spits on the ground, makes clay, puts it on his eyes, tells him to go wash, and the man can see. And then the people start questioning, and the, the neat thing is it was on the Sabbath day. Well, you know the, the laws of the Pharisees, the Jewish laws of the day, there were certain things you couldn't do, you, you couldn't perform, because they were trying to make living for God, some form of ritual, some uh, rules that you had to follow. And Jesus said, that's uh, that's not the point. He said, man wasn't made uh, to serve the Sabbath. Sabbath was, was made for man. In other words, we're not to be locked into all these laws. They had laid it out so much that people were very restricted. And here all this, this guy is receiving his sight. This isn't the only miracle Jesus performed on the Sabbath. I think he just kept throwing it in the Pharisee's face. That, hey, your rules are not getting you any closer to God than you think. So they kept asking this man, and we go to verse uh, 24, that same chapter, chapter. So they called again, the man who was blind says, give God the glory. We know that this man, Jesus, is a sinner. He answered, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I know, I once was blind, but now I see. Then they said to him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? And he said, I already told you. He had already told this story a couple of times. He said, I told you already and you didn't listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples? Well, that... That enraged them quite. They reviled him and said, You are his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we don't know where he is from. And I think here's a blind man that just was healed by Jesus, and he speaking right in the face of the very leaders. His parents, in the verses before, they went to his parents, and he said, He's of age, ask him, because they didn't want to get kicked out of the synagogue. Right, But he says this, this is great, in verse 30. The man answered and said to them, Why, this is a marvelous thing that you don't know where he is from, yet he has opened my eyes. Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God, does his will, he hears him. Since the world began, it has been unheard of that anyone opened the eyes of one who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered and said to him, You are completely born... I mean, they just right back at him. You're completely born in your sins, and you're teaching us, and they cast him out. But the dark world that we live in rejects the light. What can stop the light from entering our heart? Ourself. God wants to pour his light into our life but we can stop it. The world stops it. Jesus said concerning the Pharisees, for this people's heart is waxed gross. In other words, it's, it's covered. It's thick. It's impenetrable because they've allowed it to be. And their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes have closed. Lest any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and be converted. He said, they're hardened. The world's heart is hardened. But Jesus said, I am the light of the world. I know we're going to have some, but I'm going to tell you now, he came as a light. This world can be dark. I don't know how, if the, I don't want to shine it in your eyes, but he is able to take this light. If we had no other light in this room, you could see because there's a light. Okay, thank you, Dakota. Because of the light of Christ, we're able to see. Light dispels darkness. Light dispels darkness. When we turn on the light, darkness disappears. When you are going into a dark room, this morning someone went around, turned the lights on around the facility today. Light dispelled all the darkness that was there. We have uh, automatic lights in our hallways, these two hallways here. And uh, once you start going down, the light will click on if it's off. But that light dispels any darkness that is there. You woke up this morning, it was a little darker than it was the day before because we the time changed. And that sun came out. Isn't it amazing how God created... Light, so that we can wake up in the morning and have light. We can have light. I cannot imagine living in Alaska in the winter. They only have so many hours of daylight. How many have been there in the winter where you see how dark it is? I, I want to go in the summer where it's daylight almost the whole time, but, and it's a little warmer. But that the light of Christ... Dispels the darkness. The world is dark. The world will frustrate you. I, we see the world, and by frustration, I mean we can't imagine why people would want to live in darkness. But you shine the light on them, and many will, they don't want you to shine the light on them. Many people don't want to walk with, uh, open up to God because they don't want Him to reveal the dark places in us. But God knows every dark place we have. We just got to let His light come in. Let His light penetrate our hearts and our lives. John 1.5 says, And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness does not comprehend it. They don't understand it. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 19. And this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light. Lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. You know, it's not a new thing. The, John, the disciple of Christ, that says the one that Jesus loved, <laughs> he writes this at, with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And we see it. Everyone who practice evil does not come to the light. Every, they... Men love darkness rather than light. I, you know, because we found Christ, it's hard sometimes to understand why they would like darkness. There was a young lady who wanted to give up drugs, wanted to get on the right track, and knew what was right, but she could not let go of the world, and she went right back to her habit. Right back, and you say you've 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 had a taste of the light, but you run back. Men love darkness rather than light. We hide, we hide things. Uh, when David, the Bible says, when kings go out to battle, David did not. King David, and that's when he sinned. Many things happen in the dark. Thieves break in in the dark. We have spotlights around our houses, so a motion sensor, so the light will come on and they realize they're caught. Or we have, unfortunately, we have to have cameras everywhere so that we can catch the thief. And they sneak in at night and um, they do all these things at night. Sin just as where does the enemy work on you and me when we're laying our head down at night? Not that it has to be dark, if you will, but and he begins to, did, did I really say that? Did God really say that? Did the enemy will, will bring all this to us, but God wants to shine his light. And he said here, and sometimes we read John 3:16 and 17, but we have to look a little further, because we say, how can the world, if, if God did this, send a son, loved us enough to send a son? How can the world still be in darkness? It's because men love darkness more than the light. Light illuminates whatever is hidden, whether good or bad. You turn on the light to see what is there. Psalm 109, verse 5 says, Thy word is a lamp, a light. Unto my feet. A lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Have you ever been camping out there and there is no moon, there's no sun? You've got to have that light to see where you're going. It's easy to get lost. Matthew 5, verse 15 and 16. Neither do men light a candle and put put it under a bushel. But on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. To see the objects in the house, you need light. Ephesians 5.13 But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Without light, you and I are blind. Ephesians 5.14 says, Awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. This light is available to everyone. First John 7, 1 uh, First John 1, 7 through 7-9 The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through Him might believe. John the Baptist was not the light, but he came to bear witness. As long, John 9, 5, as long as I am in the world, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Acts 13, 47, first, for so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light to the Gentiles, that thou shouldst be a salvation to the ends of the earth. God has sent us to be a light to this lost and dying world. John 12, 46, I know I have a lot of scriptures, but it just, I want to bring the word. I want to remind us all of Jesus is. John 12, 46, I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. 1 Thessalonians 5.5 5, You are children of the light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Hallelujah. Matthew 5.16 Let your light so shine before men that may, they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I want to be that light that shines to everyone around. How can I be in that light as dwell in Him, abide in Him, know Him, and we're a light that shines, a beacon of light. We're we're ones that, as we live, as we shine that light, as we, I I, I think the better term might be a reflector. <laughs> we have the sun, the S U N. Okay, during the day. And we capture its rays. We capture energy from it. We, uh, In Florida, we lay out and enjoy its warmth. And it, it's, it's amazing how, how all, God set all that up to work. And night and day, I mean, I don't know anybody that can't believe in creation. It's just crazy to me that you can't believe that. You look at this and say, oh, this just happened. <laughs> it just so happened that the earth is so far away from the sun and tilted at the right angle and spins at the right speed and does all these things. And man says, oh, it just happened that way. <laughs> I, it's going to be a sad day when they stand before our maker when he says, you know, I created all this. But we are a reflector of his light. Our light should say, Look what Christ has illuminated. Look what Christ has done in me. The darkness is dispelled. Yeah, I might struggle with this and that, but I can go to him and ask for forgiveness. And the Bible says he will forgive us. But I don't live in darkness. Imagine the the struggle of folks today, the the lifestyle they lead, the the pain that they go through just trying to, to make it. Just trying to live another day, the, they bum on the streets. people in homes are husband and wives clashing and fighting and families torn up because darkness has come in because darkness is allowed to reign. Let the light of Christ shine in us, shine in our homes. let it dispel the darkness. Let the darkness that's there the The angst, the pain, the anxiety, the difficulties, the struggles, the trials. Let his light shine. It says that it invades the darkness. Let the light of Christ invade the darkness of our life. Invade your life all the way and let your light shine. Let let our light shine. Tell your neighbor about Jesus, tell your friends about Jesus, tell your family about Jesus. They're going to be resistant because darkness wants to hide from the light. But one of the greatest things that we have is a loving Heavenly Father that wants to dispel the darkness in your life. He wants to cleanse us and renew us and refresh us. Amen. Let His light Shine in us. I want to take a a few moments of prayer, but before we um, do that, I want to encourage you this week to take some time to pray. And if you can fast a meal a two or two a day, I want to encourage you to do that. Because I feel like we're not quite there yet. We're not quite where God wants us. He wants to do more in us. And I'm not talking about more healings, more revival, more. He wants more of you.